Hello and welcome to the How Not to Screw Up Your Kids podcast, the bucket emptying episodes. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Hand, psychologist, parenting expert and author of the How Not to Screw Up Your Kids, a guide to real parenting book. Today's episode is probably, I think it's going to be quite a personal one. I've decided I'm not going to answer a question. I'm actually going to do a personal one and I've the topic is going to be on judgment, comparison and guilt. Could be a long one. So I think let's start with guilt. I think they all they all kind of feed into each other. But I said this at a talk the other night. I genuinely believe that when we are when our children come to us in whatever form that they come to us, whether that's through birth, whether that's through adoption with a fostering, whatever, however we, we end up being parents, I genuinely believe that we like have some sort of branding, you know, like it's been in the fire and then it goes tss, with guilt. It's almost like it, it's just, it comes as part of the package. Here's a child, here's the guilt. And I do think that that's something that a lot of us are aware of. We know that there's an element of parental guilt. The reason why I want to talk about it is I think that quite often we're not always aware in the moment that the decisions that we make as parents comes from a place of guilt. And whilst it's a natural part, we all feel guilty about things. What I guess what I worry and, and the reason why I want to talk about this in a bucket emptying episode is because I think having these honest conversations is a great way of emptying our own buckets by acknowledging that this is the case for everybody and is equally the case for me the so-called parenting expert is that what can often happen is that that guilt can drive decisions which are not in the best interests of us and they're certainly not in the best interests of our children so I think it's really important that we have, we talk about that because I think guilt drives decisions that we make as to whether we return back to work, whether we return full time, whether we return part time. Guilt drives decisions that we make about being a stay at home parent or not being a stay at home parent. Guilt drives the decisions that we make about the schools that our children go to um, about whether we go out with friends, whether we prioritise self-care, our relationship with our partner. It drives so much of what we do because I think there's this false fallacy that in order to be a good parent and that's why it comes with that guilt that in order to be a good parent we have to prioritize our children at the cost and exclusion of all else and that's what then drives the guilt so we make decisions we don't sort of we're not clear about boundaries with our children because we then feel guilty because maybe we've been away for two or three days for whatever reason we've been and they've been looked after by another parent as in their uh, their other parent not another parent that's not related to them but their other parent and let me tell you a story about this because it, it has never this is something that happened to me and I have genuinely never forgotten it and thankfully, I felt quite strong at the time. But I think this could really knock a lot of people's confidence and, and create a whole host of guilt and a bit of a spiral. But in the early days when I had, as you all know, I had my children, I was a mature, I basically went back to university as a mature student, late 20s, met my first husband and had my son in the last year of my degree, did a master's and then had my daughter in the second year of my PhD. So my children basically evolved and came around and were ever present as I studied. And then I tried to, you know, it was very much launching my career. So I was in a very fortunate position for me because it's what I wanted to do. I was doing what I loved, which was studying. Studying had very much a term, time, timetable, which was great once the children were older and then were at school. But as they were younger, it at least meant for certain chunks of the of the time when they were little, I was always around. And when you're studying full time at university, for anyone who's got university age children or knows people, 
their timetable's not massively full. So I was in a very fortunate position. I felt like I had the best of every conceivable world. I was present quite a reasonable amount and was able to do things with my children and play and those sorts of things. But I was also able to have a keep that piece of something for me that was around sort of my intellectual curiosity and studying and, and furthering what I was then going to end up becoming in terms of doing what I'm, what I'm doing. And I had been... It, it must have been, it was something specific that I was being away. I can't remember whether it was a conference or something else. And I remember a well-meaning mummy made a comment to me about the fact that I was away a lot and that the children's father was going to be looking after them. And I remember being genuinely gobsmacked that A, maybe this is naive, A, another woman was not shouting from the rooftops how incredible it was that I was trying to better myself and trying to pursue something that I was passionate about and instead was questioning, you know, because it was there was an undertone of questioning my parenting and actually almost an undertone of questioning whether I got my priorities right. So that was one part of it. I was genuine. It was almost like I, I was almost like I'm not quite sure that you've said what you what you've actually said. Is that right? And then the other part of it was just my flabbergastness that the reality is, in our situation, my children had two parents, and both parents were still together and present in the home. And therefore, me being away and their father looking after them was an unquestionable conversation. Why are we having that conversation? In the same way, and I've spoken to people about this before, is this this notion that, you know, when, our, when fathers say that they're babysitting, they're not babysitting, they're parenting. I, I think it's really important, you know, when we're talking about guilt, that's where guilt comes from. It comes from well-meaning friends or other parents making comments which didn't come, I genuinely don't believe it came from a place of maliciousness or unkindness or judgment or finger pointing, but that's in essence what it was. And that then could have sent me down a guilt spiral. I potentially could have cancelled plans because I would have maybe felt that I was failing in some way as a parent and I needed to be present and my children were going to be screwed up in some way. I genuinely believe that there are, for some of us, in certain periods of time or on certain days, these are massive aspects. Guilt is a massive part of filling our bucket. Remember, go back to the bucket episode if you're just coming to this as the first episode in this series, to really understand it, because it's really crucial that we understand the role that guilt plays and how that then ends up filling our bucket, because that's what then leads to so much overwhelm and then leads to decisions that we make from a place of feeling that in some way we are failing as a parent because we're doing something that maybe pursues something that we're interested in as a passion that we have. And that for some reason, we've got this delusion that we have to park everything that makes us who we are the moment that we have a child. And that's ludicrous. It really is ludicrous. So my appeal initially is, as women, we talk about gender inequality we, and, and we are making strides against that. If I'm brutally honest, until we make strides about stopping judging other women and the choices they make, we don't stand a hope in hell of having gender equality. Let's start by being a little bit more compassionate to other women. And this isn't about specifically this scenario that I'm talking about in terms of you know, women who prioritise careers or interests beyond the home. It's it's women and parents who are struggling with children with behavioural issues, who are, you know, 
struggling in the supermarket with a child who is having the most almighty tantrum, who is kicking off because they want a toy or kicking off because they want some food. And rather than being compassionate and really feeling empathetic and really placing ourselves in the in that in their shoes and feeling my goodness me what can I do to help that might help minimize this and what you can do to help sometimes is just don't look you know don't stare or just put a hand on a hand on their back and just say you've you know you've got them you they're doing a great job as you could probably tell I feel very passionate about this because I do think that until we take care of each other we cannot seek to then expect others to then you know, make an acknowledgement to the challenges that we that we face. Because as women, and then as parents, we all know the boat that we're in. We all understand the realities of day to day. Because not any, you know, this notion that people are cruising through parenting is an absolute, total and utter rubbish. I was about to swear then. I, I, was, I held back. But it is absolute rubbish. So I think that this this whole notion of guilt comes from our view that we need to be responding in a particular way and how community, social indoctrination, social media then fulfills this pattern of feeling that we need to respond in a particular way. So I think I think guilt is something that we need to be aware of and that some form of reflective practice is really important that helps us check in with ourselves about some of the decisions that we're making and whether those decisions are always in the best interests of our child or are actually coming from a place of us feeling guilty and then not always responding in the best way that we could in those particular situations. So I think that that's that's the guilt piece. So I hope you found that useful. I did say it was going to be quite a lot of content to cover. And if you have loved this episode, I would be so, so grateful if you could like rate, review and follow this podcast so that others can find us and we can spread the love. So until next time.